G'day punters, welcome to another massive edition of All In. And of course, we are heading to Rose Hill this Saturday for a run to the Rose Day. Chiraco Stakes, Theo Marks as well. And uh, welcome in the team. First off, Lewis Willoughby from Sky Racing. How are you, mate? Yeah, very good, Gano and Dino and to all out there watching. Um, was a, another good weekend. Group 1s down in Melbourne was good. Sydney was strong. And we just keep it rolling this Saturday. Hopefully keep finding those winners too. It is a staying test, no doubt. And we've only about just jumped out of the gates. Hopefully we can steer the punters into a few more winners. Speaking of winning, Dean Watley, you're looking sharp there at your country road. Uh, good afternoon to you. Oh, I knew you would not miss that. <laughs> not too good. Uh, good afternoon, fellas. Pleasure to be here. I know we've got a massive show, Gunner, so I guess we can get straight into it. Yeah, straight into it, mate. Let's just kick off. We'll go straight to horses to follow with you, Dino. Uh, what do you like from Randwick meeting? Yeah, four that I want to follow. Just fine was the winner of race four over the 600 metres. Worked a little bit early, but the late sectional strength of that horse suggested he can measure up uh, over 2,000 metres in your group races. I thought Alentia, albeit plain, was through wide the trip and cost, uh, copped a massive bump by the stablemate. Loves her SP. I think we can follow her. Rainbill in race three, first up for the Joe Pride camp, uh, really good along the rails. I think that's a sneaky one, and Joe Pride throughout the prep is really good. And um, the third one that I wanted to follow, I'm trying to think off the top of my head, was in secret. Um, I thought she was superb. I think if Selby 66 doesn't annoy everyone in the Concord, she lands a little bit closer and probably runs over the top of Remark. So they're the four, Gano. I thought it was a good weekend and plenty to follow. Super stuff. Louis, we saw a couple of good rides off the top of my head, Craig Williams with the bright side was pretty impressive in a group one to do what he did. I think uh, Zachy Lloyd was pretty uh, good on Pericles, just putting a gap in them. There's a couple for mine. What was your best ride of the week? Yep, well, you're taking the words out of my mouth. I was going to give it to Zach Lloyd on Pericles. Um, racked them and stacked them in front. I looked at the times. He went really slow, but he's deserving to do so if no one's going to have the smarts to take him on. So he just got away with a cheap one there on Pericles. And Fair dinkum. I was watching Sky Thoroughbred Central after the race. It is one of the best-looking horses you will ever see, Pericles. It is an absolute star. If they won uh, just purely on looks, it would be a uh, multiple, multiple Group 1 winner. But unfortunately, uh, for those who do look at them, that's not how the way it works. I wanted to add one in to Dino's horses to follow. This is a Group 1 winner in waiting, and I'm going to say that it's the Group 1 Empire Rose over the mile at Flemington for the Phillies and Mares, and the horse's name is Hope in Your Heart. If it doesn't win that race, I will fed him give it away. Uh, whatever race it was on Saturday in Sydney, it came from an impossible position. I think it was the Pericles race, right? Was it not the Pericles race? So Pericles yeah, goes something like seven lengths slower than average to the 600. This horse sat 10th, Hope in Your Heart. The horses who sat 11th, 12th, 13th, and 14th finished in that order, and Hope in Your Heart Fourth best last 200 of the day right up in the uh, place getters. So it was massive against uh, a tempo there. Love it, Louis. I thought you were going to say Princess Grace. So there you go. I'm glad I didn't chime in there. <laughs> uh, a, horse to, uh, a horse to follow for mine. I still haven't worked out how to pronounce it yet, but I'm going to go with uh, Gan Terrain, something like that, from the Wallace Stable. was really impressive uh, in and behind them uh, in the just fine race, which was only benchmark 94. But I think that horse has a win uh, coming um, straight to it, either second up, more likely third up, but very keen to be with it. Right, let's go straight to the run to the Rose. We're going to head to Rose Hill on Saturday. Weather should be all good. It's pretty warm here in Sydney. I'd suggest we're racing on a good surface. And uh, let's kick off Cylinder, $2.80. Libertad, $4.50. Kandinsky, Abstract, $6.00. Corniche, $8.00. Don Corleone, 11 And the rest uh, beyond that. Dino, why don't you kick us off with the uh, 
thoughts on the run to the Rose? Yeah, well, the San Domenico was a good race, and I'd suggest this is probably another step up. It looks a phenomenal race on paper. I think cylinders too short in the market. I this, the Vane Stakes rated really well on paper, um, but then we saw Little Bros come out and failed on the weekend. I thought he was playing, so it's fascinating to see what the market does with Cylinder. Obviously, won the Vane by a pimple. I think the two in the market that I want to find is Caninci Abstract and Cornice. Both pulled up one out of five lame in the San Domenico, but they were really heavily backed in that market. I think you can trust that SP profile, trust the stable to get them right second up. Um, just... We want to see how these track plays. I think that's the biggest thing. So probably leading their way, but all in, Louis. I think uh, the market's pretty well found everything in this race. Yeah, I'm going to spec two runners here at $15 and those odds with Tab as well. Imagine what you could be buying instead for free and confidential support. Call 1-800-858-858 or visit gamblinghelponline.org.au. And the two $15 runners I speak of are Butch Cassidy and Charmstone. Butch Cassidy, I think uh, two weeks ago, I mentioned it was pretty unlucky in the San Domenico, I thought, found a pretty hard position in running there on the rail and it needed room a bit sooner and got home well. So at the $15, uh, albeit maybe not with the boom on it, like a like a cylinder or a Kandinsky abstract, et cetera, but um, I think it's running well. It'll have better fitness here second up and with a more, um, well, more luck in running style race there on Saturday. I think it can be running odds. And Charmstone, I know it is a $2.20 favourite for the Atlantic Jewel in Melbourne, but off a pretty good first up win in the Quisette, I, I was hoping that they might come here and, and, and look to go this path to a Golden Rose. So, uh, okay, yeah, obviously you're gambling here a bit with the all-in market, but I think $15 is a, a pretty good gamble to take, even with it having uh, being favourite currently in that other market. So, they're the two for me at a bit of a price. Butch Cassidy, Charmstone, 15 bucks. What I will say, Louis, is I agree to Charmstone. Big, big chance that comes here. Just being in the Victorian forms, chance to probably start close to that price anyway. Would you Would you agree with that if, if they do come? It just would be a little bit, un- that form would be a little bit underestimated by the bookies early. Yeah, yeah, maybe. But I also think that horses like Kandinsky Abstract, who I know, Dino, you said pulled up lane, but even still, I, I don't know. I thought. It's a horse with a big boom, and I know the team likes it, and I know that it's cost a lot of money, et cetera, et cetera. But yeah, hey, you've got to, put, it. you know, and it's only had a few starts. So I'm probably a very, very harsh critic here, but you've got to start to put it together soon, don't you? I mean, um, well, it's well if he doesn't, it's a simple yeah, yeah. At this D-day, level, I think, yeah. Rails in a true position. It's a good four. They're going to have to water this week because it's pretty warm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think you're going to see a very fair track, and, and that's what it needs to get the job done. All right, yep. boys. So let's head on to the CO marks now. I, I have no all-in play for the for the run to the rose whatsoever. I think the market's just spot on. I cannot find any holes in that. We go to the CO marks. Kavalika three fifty. Argentia eight dollars. Golden Mile eight dollars. Madame Pomery. Be good to see her back. Eight dollars. Militarized. When I say back, second up. Militarized. Eight dollars. Nugget. Eight dollars. The inevitable eight dollars. They have no idea what's going on here. Do they? Crosstalk eleven. Extremely lucky eleven. Waterford eleven. Zoo got your eleven. SPN a fifteen. Louis, kick us off with the Theo Marks. Yep, I'm going to tip one of the $8 brigade. There's 100 of them, and it's Nugget, the one that I'm going to lean towards. It's first up here. I really, really like the two trials it's had. It won the latest. Um, Very nice. And I think uh, a few of these, it's it's a hot race, right? Um, You know, Kovalika and Argentia militarize first up. Does militarize want further? I just, there's a few little holes I could poke in a few of these. And Nugget, I think, is a 1600 meter specialist, which means I think that 1300 meters is, is a really good kickoff point. 
It ran third in a Group 1 CFL over the 1,400 metres, and that was off an eight-week break. I think it can run well fresh um, and just looks to slot in really nicely here if they come at this Group 2 level. So a horse who will find its preferred distance much quicker than a few of the others that are ahead of it in the market. Yeah, at $8, I want to be with Nugget. Love it. Dan, really good race. Yeah, really good race. Uh, obviously, it's hard with dual noms because we've got uh, Theo Marks, 1,300 metres, and I think you've got the Sherico 12 on. So a couple of dual nominated, but I just think this is a great betting race. Kovalanka, $3.50 coming off a Queensland Derby victory, first up over 1,300 metres. If he can win at $3.50, um, you're better than me because I think that's a ridiculous price and probably starts closer to 4 or $5 come race day. Uh, Genty is one that's flying under the radar. I think they had to go forward last start. Um and it probably sits back and probably runs over the top like Buenos Nachos did. So I really like a Gentia here at $8. And the other big one, I hope and I pray they go to this race with Sue Gotcha. Her SP first up is um, massive. She was heavily backed, didn't fire a shot in that race over the 1,100 metres. I don't think she's a short uh, track sprinter. 1,300 metres is much better second up. I think the market's completely missed her here. They've both got tactical speed, those horses. They both can set up on speed. And I think at $8, Argenti and $11, Sue Gotcha. I'm really keen to play here, Gano all in. I'm with you, Dino. I think Zugotcha is the best all-in player we've seen so far this season. I just, I can't imagine why they'd go to the 1,200-meter race. We what we saw last side over 1,100 meters suggests that, well, it's pretty obvious she's not suited over that 11 and 1,200-meter yep. um, setup. So second up, uh, it's a good second record. Um, two wins, a play as at a second from three starts. One one go at Rose Hill has won. Uh, winning the Group 2 file up over 1,500 metres. So 1,300 metres second up is absolutely ideal. They tell me that she paraded like nothing they'd seen before first yep. up, and it just probably raced in, you know, unfold the way um, it, it could have her, but I think the suggestion is she's an 1,100-metre horse. So you're now being asked to take $11 about a horse that started, what, $2.60 and was off the mat, and now the gamble is, well, here, here's how I see it, lads. If she goes to twelve hundred meter race, she won't win. And if she doesn't go. If she goes to thirteen hundred meter race, she's right in the race. So I'm happy to just back her here. And if she goes to twelve hundred meter race, well, I've done my done my money anyway. Cold, right? If that makes any sense to anyone. Yeah, top uh, for me. I think she's just such a great bet, and I can't wait to get off and uh, get on, so to speak. Uh, Jens, let's go to the Chiraco and I'll uh, hit you up here first, Dino. New ball goes to you here, the English version of a new ball. So we're halfway through the innings and we'll just be <laughs> uh, uh, IME, $2.80, up a Tayo, $2.80, Sunshine in Paris, four fifty. So we've got you. We just talked about her, $6.50, queen of the ball. I think a horse, you know, was pretty keen to follow. $8, what do you got for us? Yeah, best all-in play of the weekend. Queen of the ball, eleven dollars. Uh, love this bet. I, I love backing a horse off a first up run that you can find a couple of forgives and they still run super. Obviously, she ran second, beaten a pimple by Parasol on a day that you did not want to be up on speed, you didn't want to lead, and she stuck on for a long way. The other thing was she was a massive drifter in the market, which maybe suggests Scano and Louis that she might not have been there in the yard. Um, so I think there's an abundance of improvement. Michael Freeman, his second up strike rate's phenomenal. He's similar to Waterhouse and Bots, so. I think $11, she's a massive price. And then if you take Zugotcha out at $6, which we think she'll go to the Theo Marks, um, you can get her even shorter in that race. I, me, uh, I don't know your opinion, boys, but I was kidding at her first up. Um, I think if, uh, sadly, obviously, Big Prey broke down, but I think if he doesn't break down, he probably beats her and so does Golden Mile. So 
I think she's potentially a little bit of a false favourite purely on the circumstances of the missile stakes. And then the other one in the market, Zapatea. I think she's an elite first-up runner. They obviously scrapped the other 1,000 metre and they're going here, which is interesting. Um, so I would be happy to have a dual play or save on uh, Zapatea at the shorts. But big bet here for me, uh, responsibly, on Queen of the Ball. I think she's a great prospect all in and she should be hard to beat, um, Louis. Yep, I can't add much more to that. I didn't have a play here. I'm a big IME fan, but I agree that I think it's too short in this market. If truth being told, I'm actually still a bit wigged out that Gano told us he all wants to get off. Whatever you do in your spare time, Gano, is <laughs> up to you and not up to us. So uh, I've been thrown off for this market. It's I don't a family-friendly show, Lewis. Um, so I just want to remind you of that. Not only are we gambling responsibly, we're keeping that camera out. Uh, I'm with Queen of the Ball. I think Queen of the Ball is a fantastic bet for all the reasons Dino stated. I and me has a ridiculous price for a horse that probably would have got run down, even though we did pip it and get the chocolate. We were blessed. Absolutely blessed. Zapateo, far too short. Mm-hmm. Uh, keen to see what Sunshine in Paris comes back with, but Queen of the Ball, clearly the horse that I want to be with. Right over, we're going to head down south uh, to Mexico and look at the uh, Fian Stakes Globe, $3. Hin, $6. Pinstripe, $6. Tuvalu, $6. Attrition, $8. Deny Knowledge, blessed at the Valley last start, up on pace, $11. And Goldman, $11. Pounding, $11. Lewis Willoughby, you want to kick us off with the fan stakes? I sure do. A ticket for the Cox Plate up for grabs here as well, which makes this kind of a little trickier because um, a horse such as Globe, right, undefeated, clearly has bigger targets in mind, such as the Cox Plate. So your first thought is, okay, maybe it's not screwed down here. But then when you think that there is a golden ticket there, you go, well, no, probably it is. So it makes it a little bit hard. It's obviously the one to beat. I mean, uh, it's into the deep end here to group level for the first time. But the way the figures it was running and the way it was beating them in benchmark, high benchmark level last prep is amazing. Uh, You watch its jump outs. It's just thrashing them in jump outs under a stranglehold. Uh, So it's clearly the one to beat. But I... at the, because it's an all-in show and I'm looking for a bit of value, the ones that I thought maybe were uh, worth a little bit, are they going to start shorter? Mm, I don't know. It's hard. But uh, Pinstriped and Attrition, who come out of the PB Lawrence, which form has, like, stood up, but it hasn't. So, obviously, Mr. Brightside wins again, but then Aegon, who ran a huge second there, ends up running last uh, on the weekend. So, I don't know what to make of that. Uh, attrition was three wide no cover for a long period of that pb lawrence and still ran very well should be better second up and pinstripe looks to have come back really well ran second there uh, in the pb lawrence and i thought was a pretty good effort probably peaked the last 50 or so but should come on from that a lot and at those odds i could maybe have a, a dabble on them but realistically there probably is a chance the globe starts shorter than three dollars if it's you know all that it's racked up to be which i think it is very um, hard book to ride, so that's a good push there, Louis. And, uh, yeah, you're probably spot on. Dino, what are your thoughts on the fan? Yeah, it screams to me, uh, sit back and watch race, and I think we'll learn a lot coming out of it. I find these races tricky when you've got stayers that are in them that probably aren't suitable and then horses that are first up, et cetera, et cetera. So uh, I think the only horse at odds that you could have a spec on for, for me is Francesco Guardi. just like the horse a lot. I think it's good after that uh, first up run, but... All eyes on Globe. I hope he turns out to be a superstar Gano, but I guess we'll get a better guy on Saturday. Can I ask a quick question? What do we think of our wait-for-age stocks at the moment this early into spring? I mean, Navajo Peak winning the Chelmsford mm. on Saturday and, um, yeah. you know, all play, all credit to David Payne in the post-race interview goes, oh, you're clearly not watching replays. It, had to, it <laughs> lost about five lengths at the start the other day and it was always going to win this blah, blah, blah. But 
because um, he knew they were going to go a, a gazillion lengths <laughs> to the sixth I'm, slot. What, what yeah. do you think about our weight for age stocks, Dino? Limited, and I think the telling sign of that is that the benchmark 94 in race four ran faster time than they did there in that race. So I think it's uh, very limited as well. And I know they ran slow, but I thought those packing behind and those thinking over, et cetera, had their chance to run over the top and they couldn't. So um, I think sprinting and weight for age um, ranks are at the lowest at the moment. So we need a horse like Globe, I feel like, Louis, to, to come out of the ground. It's a good opportunity if you own a horse that goes all right, isn't it, really? So that's... Uh... That's the game. It's a great game we're in, and uh, yeah, well, if you go, maybe Maya Louise or something like that. Um, righto, Louis, turn it up, son. My best all-in play of the week. We're going to go to the run to the rose, and no surprises here because I've already said it out loud, but now I can't find it. Not the run to the rose. I've had an absolute mare. What race is uh, Zugotchi in? The Theo Marks was it? The Theo Marks, yeah. Well, potentially, she's dual nominated for the Sherico 12, but that we was... think she'll go to 3 out 13. Thank you, Dino. Theo Marks, um, I'm willing to take the risk that, that they go there. If they don't, I don't think she can win the other race anyway. So I'll take $11 and 350 each way. Very, very keen. Um, gotcha and the Theo Marks, Dino, what do you got? Yeah, I think that's a phenomenal bet, the Theo Marks, who got to 11. I'll go with the Sherico um, for my best all-in play, just a bit different to you, Gano, and be queen of the ball around that $11 mark as well. So I think your all-in play is superb, and I like uh, queen of the ball as well. Louis? Yep, I'll go with Butch Cassidy in the run of the rows at a bit of a price. Um, definitely not the superstar of the field, but just might be able to sneak this. Doesn't necessarily mean it'll win, it'll win the Golden Rose, but... Um, might be able to scrape through in this. And I actually also want to have a little nibble on uh, I Am Unstoppable in the McKenzie State. Yes. Comes up against Step Hardy, who is very, very smart. But uh, with a bit of fitness here, I Am Unstoppable is huge first up. And, yeah, wouldn't mind a little nibble. And I'm, I'm watching a Brave, brave Mead as well. Uh, that's a good race, that McKenzie, actually. It'll be a good watch that there is. on Saturday. Superstar Friday. We're going to go to a midweek best bet. I'm going to take you gents to Hawkesbury on a Thursday. The fields aren't out yet. The barriers aren't out yet. There's a horse going around. He's as tough as nails. Celestial Fury. Fury. He'll get the job done. He'll get the job done. He'll make it two on the trot. Louis, what do you got for us midweek? Uh, Kenzo. Randwick Kenzo. Race two, number six. Key legend on debut uh, in Ooh, those classic legend colours. Two really good trials. Uh, I'm actually family friends with the, the guy who bred this horse, the Bonjour. great man, Bonho. Ed Ginty. <laughs> um, so a little, little bit of inside oil there. I mean, he doesn't know much anymore. He's obviously not in control of the horse, but uh, he's always liked it. They've scratched it heaps. They're waiting for uh, everything to be right, I think. Uh, I heard a great analogy during the week just quickly. Bernie Cooper was on radio doing the Doombin preview, and she said she was talking about some horse, and she said it was – um, that you know, the smallest of the three bears, it needs everything. Can't be too fast, can't be too slow, can't be too wet, can't be too dry. I think they're playing a little bit of this with Key Legend. They've scratched it on wet tracks, they've scratched it on dry tracks. Sounds like we made Dino. Yeah, that's Goldilocks. right. They're just they're oh, waiting for that Goldilocks race, and I think if it runs, it must mean they've found it. So race two, number six, Key Legend. Super stuff, Dino. Wrap us up. Uh, best midweek bet. Scone, Tuesday, race two, number five, Helsey Bell, blinkers go on up to 1,200 metres, and a senior jockey, Mitchell Bell, who's flying, um, I think that horse will be winning around the $2.30 or $40 odds. Love it. Lads, great show, good information, good insight. Hopefully the planners found a few all-in plays, and more importantly, hopefully they do lob uh, for us on Saturday. Until next week, it's been an absolute pleasure.
Think twice. Dino, are, are you um are you going to sing in a Ooh. choir in that get up or are you playing? Oh, oh whack. <laughs> See you later. Oh. See you later. <laughs>